About three things I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there was a part of him, and I didn't know how dominant that part might be, that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. Is It Really, the podcast that challenges popular opinions about movies. I'm Brandon Sharp, the constantly shirtless werewolf. Ooh, I'm Zach Smith-Michaels, the townie who's a good buddy. <laughs> and I'm Mitchell Dupree, and I am in the Vulturi. And tonight we're going to sparkle, 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 and ask, does Twilight deserve your scathing contempt? Mitch, why don't you give us the synopsis for... Twilight. High school student Bella Swan doesn't expect life to change much when she moves from sunny Phoenix, Arizona to rainy Forks, Washington. Then she meets Edward Cullen, a hottie with a cold, wet body. Oh, I felt womp, dirty womp, all over saying that. <laughs> He's a mysterious teen Goodness. whose eyes seem to peer directly into her soul. Turns out Creepy Eddie's a vampire whose family only drinks animal blood, and Bella enters into a dangerous romance with her immortal soulmate. Let's get things started here and chat about maybe some other vampire movies that we love. Who wants to get us started? Well, I'll get us started. My intake of vampire movies is pretty light, if I'm being honest, but one of my favorite comedies is... Now Academy Award winner Taika Waititi's film, What We Do in the Shadows. I just think it's one of the funniest movies of all time. I think the vampire stuff, the werewolf stuff, it's all, as Mitch has said in uh, previous episodes, it's silly with a capital S. So I really enjoy that. I wanted to say Daybreakers and I was planning to watch it. Oh, yes. And I didn't watch it. So I don't know. I just know Willem Dafoe is in it. So I'm guessing it's probably my favorite. Daybreakers is an amazing bad movie. Oh. It's 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 great. It's got um the guy from Jurassic Park as the the villain. Sam Neil? Yeah, Sam Neil. I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's a hmm. ton of vampire movies. Maybe Blade. Blade is good. Ooh, I forgot about Blade. I've only seen Blade, not its sequels. Yeah, I have a, a odd relationship with Blade. I feel like <laughs> which I is? feel like oh, here's why <laughs> the first one I saw was Blade Trinity. Ooh, I've heard with like bad. Triple H and Jessica Biel and yeah, Ryan Reynolds and and Ryan Reynolds. Yes, I too have a very like limited exposure to vampire movies, but vampire movies and like the college bro scene hmm? intersect with the franchise Underworld. Do they? Do, do, do they? Are you sure? <laughs> I didn't I'm go positive. to college, so I don't know. But And I they don't intersect. think I'm a bro, so I also don't know. <laughs> I'm, are I'm you, is, that one yes. of, 
Do you like? Are you? Are you? No, I've never. No, I've never seen Underworld. Me neither. It's very stylized and sexy, and it's it's supposed to be kind of an expansion on the, the vampire lore a little bit. And there's an animal called a lichen. So they, they're creating new things and it's got, um, it's got a girl that everyone thinks is really attractive and she's British and not Beckinsale. Yep. Yeah. Beckinsale. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Nice. nice <laughs> Zach, there. Zach, Zach pulled that one out. Uh, yeah. Well, well, what we do in the shadows, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's very I fun. haven't seen it, but I've seen uh, a few episodes of the TV show they made based on it. Oh, I've never seen and, that. And it was really, really funny. Okay. So I might give I might give it a shot based on that alone. Yeah, you should. It's it's early. Taika is a lot more silly, if you can believe it, than like even Thor Ragnarok and Jojo Rabbit's quite a bit more serious. But this is kind of, I feel like, just peak Taika throw everything at the wall and like just joke, 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 joke. And it's got the guy from uh, Jermaine Clement, uh, Flight of the Concords in it. So it's very like that. <laughs> mm. And that's a good point. I mean, like where, uh, like we talked about this a little bit with the zombie genre, like right. what's your zombie movie of choice? Do you like the comedy? Do you like the silly or do you like more of the, you know, dark, heavy, Sexy. you know, kind of horror movie type? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like vampires are so like gothic and medieval in tone and I'm not really interested in either of those things. So I would say I don't prefer any vampire aside from what we do in the shadows vampire. I think there's something in inherently sensual about biting someone's neck and draining their life force. Oh, man. <laughs> stop, stop laughing at me. I'm thinking that that's a, that's a cogent first, point. First you said that you were the same Enneagram as Hannibal Lecter, and now... You <laughs> no, I, I think... It lends itself to sexiness, and that's okay. Sure. I feel Some like, though, good, good point, kind of the interview with a vampire oh. style. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. Where Thank I've you. never, I've never seen that, but yeah, now yeah. You, Brad Brandon. Pitt and Tom Cruise are like these two Fabios walking around, and right. they're biting necks, and that's right. It's much more romance novel. Well, some people claim that these movies are only for teenage girls. What Wrong. franchises would you consider to be like the polar opposite? You both are going to say that I'm crazy and you're not going to believe me. And Brandon is going to get really mad. When I was watching Fast and the Furious for the first time. Sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. absolutely. When I was yeah, watching Fast I get mad? and the Furious for the first yeah. time, I was like, this is a little boring to me. I'm not that uh, interested. And now I was I'm mad. This yeah. is dumb. <laughs> this is for 13 year old right. boys. Right. Stop. And I was, yeah, I'll, it is. It is. Yeah. They're not Even then, smart like, movies. They're just, fun. It's movies. for boys who at least have their driver's license. It's it's so, so you can go out mm, and then like leave no. the movie theater, jump I've in your kids my Japanese whole life, tuners, Brandon, and it's for little kids. And go street who are like, racing. Ooh, a Bugatti. Ooh. <laughs> right. A Honda Civic. Bugatti. Ooh. There we go. Honda Civics. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Lamborghini. Oh. Well, and, it's, and it's weird because like <laughs> have you seen these movies <laughs> i'm not saying no, they're he, in the movie i'm just saying like there are little boys uh, who are obsessed with cars the well, same way they're obsessed I'll with say that the thing the thing that ended up happening with fast and the furious is by like movie five they became pretty self-aware yes and we're like okay we're silly we're goofy let's have fun with it let's go all the way and i feel like twilight has always taken itself very seriously Oh, I agree. 
I also think of franchises like James Bond and really? a lot of yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like they're definitely aiming at like a male audience and there's like some objectifying of women happening and it's action, fast cars, guns, explosions. Correct me if I'm wrong. It just that's that's the impression I'm getting. I don't think you're wrong. I Well, I do think you're wrong. Like, I don't think you're wrong to make the, the point. I think for me, James Bond doesn't seem to be targeted at boys, at right. children. It seems to be targeted for. I, I would agree there's a masculine energy to it. I think that's a good point. Then what would you consider the opposite? Uh, you know, because you could take oppo- the word opposite boys. a few different ways. So we're sure. considering opposite to mean teenage boy. Yeah. That's, like that's this is saying. to me like young adult. I think right? I was just going like real like. Like masculine versus feminine. I think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I was I doing. You. Like testosterone versus like a romance movie, you know, right, I would right, agree right. With a love that. story. Yeah, there's something about James Bond that is definitely like a creepy dude. But that to me is why it comes across as like old man ish to me. Well, in in some in some respects also, uh, Brandon, when we to go back to Fast and the Furious a little bit, I think the one of the things about the Twilight franchise, though, is that it's not just teenage girls. It's teenage girls and their mothers. (laughs) Whereas I think Fast and the Furious is maybe a little teenage boys and their fathers. Like, I hesitate to say this, and Mm -hmm. I'm not comparing the quality of the movies, but I almost think about Rocky Mm -hmm. and that, like, it's a movie you watch with dad. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I don't think it's necessarily, I don't know, is Rocky geared towards just a male audience or? No, I don't think so. Yeah. There, there I think there's a be, thread. There's a thread to pull on there, though. Like, I think yeah, there, there is something may be more like guys interested inherently in like, I don't know, boxing as a sport currently. Right. But I think yeah. it weaves a, a compelling good. enough story for anyone. Well, which movie is best? <laughs> <laughs> Which is best? That's not what's worst. What's best? I, I have yeah. I have what is best and what is worst. I figure we could talk about both. I, there's got to be sure. Even, there's got to be a best and worst here, right? Yeah, best is hands down Twilight, the original movie, right? Agreed. The, the first one. There's. there's I'm no pushing back. I'm going to push back right, right away. We're going to push back oh. right away. All right, wow. All right. Here's, here, here's why. Yeah, Let me just. What a brave move. Let me just set the table. I often thought I for a long time, I thought the same way. But here's the deal. I think they're all bad. I think they all you you have to like accept you have to accept the premise when you are watching Twilight. Like I am not watching good movies. So let's put that aside because I don't want to keep talking about how bad these movies are. We're talking Twilight. So let's talk Twilight. The most most stuff happens in Eclipse. In my opinion, mm. Twilight's Twilight's boring. Twilight's boring. It's depressing. Wrong, wrong, it's like wrong, angsty wrong, wrong, and wrong. dark, lifeless. Mm-hmm. Eclipse has the most interesting love triangle stuff going on. It like we're watching ridiculous movies. It has some of the cooler uh, werewolf stuff, if you can call any of it cool. Some of the better fight scenes are in is in Eclipse. So like to me, at least something's happening. You know, See, I think okay. I think what uh, you're really saying is Eclipse has more like fighting and, you know, that kind of stuff. Twilight has a lot going on. It's about two people falling in love. Oh, 
in a just a <laughs> gut wrenching. Okay. Here's here's what I'll it's say. It's a teen romance about two people falling in love. Right. That I'll is say, a movie. I've, I've seen never, good teen romance movies. This is something else. This, this is, is something great else. teen romance. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's here's my two cents. I'd never seen any of these movies until I watched them last week for this podcast. So I went into the first Twilight movie ready for garbage and that's not what i got i got a movie that i was like this is fine i mean i get that i'm not the target audience but like you know i get i get why people are into it it's maybe a little boring but you know it's 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 fine if you ran into my house right now and you said i'm gonna take every movie that you own i'm gonna take all of your guitars if you can tell me the plot of eclipse I would say, well, let me get you a bag because <laughs> I could not tell you for the life I'll of me what happens up. in that movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to fight for it. I don't think. I, like, well, okay, I, I'll say. I'm, I not, think, I'm not. I don't like. I was ahead, talking. I was talking to my mom, and and she watched all these movies. Like there was a blizzard, and she said, "I'm just looking for something that I can just watch all of them." So she watched the Twilight movies and she said the first one's the best, but she really, I feel like a lot of people were telling me, well, just wait till you get to Breaking Dawn part two. And for like me, that is a good movie. That's what they were saying. Is that what, is that what their well, point they saying, was? They were saying it's going to be the saying, most like, entertaining the movie. Most buck wild dumpster fire. <laughs> they were saying it's going to be the most Whoa. entertaining movie. Like people are like it has cool action. It has this. But there's also so much fluff in that movie. Like there's, there's baby romance. car commercials. Like Ugh. it's there's Ooh, so man. much filler to make to justify its runtime because they split. You know, they pulled the old Harry Potter and split. The last one into two. Yeah. And both of them are like, there's so much filler in these movies. And that's not fun for me. Yeah. Can I just give a list of things I really like about the first Twilight? Yes, please. Right? Make, it like. make, make it snappy. Make it snappy. Just a couple things. Just a couple oh, things. Brandon. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> okay, Brandon is all, is all in on Eclipse, which is bizarre. All I right. am um, hot to trot. <laughs> okay. I've never given much thought to how I would die is the Sweet greatest heavens. opening line to a oh movie ever gosh. created. It is Ooh. so melodramatic and beautiful. We don't deserve it. Uh that's point one. Point we two. Not, not to interrupt it's here. So good. N- not to while interrupt, but any but of the <laughs> but it, while <laughs> interrupting, any of the direct quotes from the book are excruciating. Excruciating. Oh, exquisite. It's, a, it's an exquisite <laughs> agony. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, though. This, these are the kind of things nightmare. that. Yes, these are the is. kind of things that like everyone knows. So like, why talk about them again? I was just like blown away, though. Like it sucked all the air out of my body when I heard of three things. I am certain. And it, <laughs> Edward is a Ed, Edward is a vampire. Yes. I am uncontrollably Look, and irrevocably yes. in love. I was like, good Here's, heavens, that was written down in a book. Brandon, I'm going to push back, though, because to Mitch's point, when he said where the movie starts with, I never gave it much thought as to how I would die. That set the tone for me. It that did. Opening yeah. line, I know I'm what like, I'm going to okay, watch. I know what <laughs> I'm sorry. watching. So when yes. that line came up, I was like, yeah, this checks out. But like, to jump in Brandon's camp a little bit, the what a sick masochistic lion is oh. maybe the worst yeah I was like this is all the movie is at least like coherent with its own ridiculousness yeah I think there's a lot of stuff in Twilight that is only good if you like the book otherwise it's ridiculous sure so 
like Jacob's little chuckle in the opening scene, Bella bumping in. Like, I remember watching the movie in the theater. Bella bumps into the door and everyone was like, because I know she's clumsy. (laughs) 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 And you watch it now and you're like, these see these moments mean nothing. (laughs) They, They mean absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's like all these little things that are spoon fed to us from the book. It's like mm-hmm. the first time Bella meets Jacob, he's awkward. So here you go, baby. Here's a little awkward <laughs> laugh for you. And Bella is clumsy. <laughs> Please don't so say, here you go, baby. Ever here you go. Like you're a baby getting spoon fed baby food. Here you go, baby. Here's oh, a little okay. slip, slippity do as she's getting in her truck. <laughs> Just like all this little like stuff that is very painful. Very painful. Well, we've talked a little bit about maybe What's some good? things. Th- Yeah, what's I mean, what's the worst of the worst here? I'm going to lay my case out for Breaking Dawn Part One. Wow. And all of the weird, (laughs) weird, weird imprinting Jacob. That's a good baby, baby stuff. And the CGI is terrible in in all of the movies. Sure. But that baby is an abomination. Yes. Agreed. I I would rather watch an abomination and bad CGI and weird stuff than boring new moon. Because that movie was literally just like, hey, Jacob's here too. Why don't we set him up? Like nothing happened in Uh, New Moon. I was bored the entire runtime. Whereas Breaking Dawn Part One, at least there's like a level of what's happening. I think you're both right. These two movies are the pillars holding up the badness of the franchise. Which two? Which two? New Moon and And Breaking Breaking Dawn Part One. One. I I would eclipse. Because Breaking Dawn is the ridiculous parts of the franchise. New Moon is the boring nothingness of the franchise. Oh, Ooh, I like that. So <laughs> that's, that's those, those movies yeah. exemplify the bad parts of it. Twilight is just so like angsty and just hand wringing and depressing. Because life is depressing when you're 14, Brandon. That, I'm that's listening my... to My Chemical Romance. It, this oh, movie is yeah. the cinematic version <laughs> of My Immortal by Evanescence for two hours. That's why I love it. about the actors a little bit who (laughs) starred in this movie oh yeah these actors have worked very hard to legitimize themselves seemingly to no avail Uh, why can't we let go of the past why do we want to punish them yeah i don't know i mean i don't is it about punishment is that what it's about i don't think you know i really don't think it is i think it's just like to me when when lighthouse came out which i've sung that movie's praises many many times i was telling people like go check it out and people are like oh isn't robert pattinson kind of bad like so i think that people have just not necessarily given them a shot or they just associate oh twilight's not good so i assume that every other choice he's made is also not good i really don't get it but i just i get I also don't understand how people can hate these movies as much as they do, but I guess they really do in the fact that they're not even giving these actors a fair shot sometimes. Well, I think what you said earlier is right. It's not it's not they don't hate the movie for what it is. They hate it for what it maybe represents. So I think that's why we punish the actors disproportionately. There's plenty of actors who've been in bad movies and then gone on to do better movies. But it's that they were in Twilight. Right. Twilight 
is the Justin Bieber of movies for dumb little girls. That's right. what it is. That's what it is. It really is that. And we can't move on. Do you think that it also being a franchise plays into that? Like, we didn't just see this once, but we saw it five times from them. Maybe, because it it can be difficult for, like, when I see the Harry Potter actor sometimes. Right. But then again, look at Daniel Radcliffe. He's doing stuff now. Yeah, Emma Watson was Belle. And she was in the new (laughs) Little Women. Oh, she was in the new... See, I forgot. She was good. Yeah, that's right. I do feel like, though, if this had been a one-off, if Twilight had been kind of a standalone thing, we we would have forgotten all about it. Like... They would have been they would have been fine a couple years later, you know. Sure, sure. The, just the the sheer length of this franchise, five movies right. is significant. It walked me through high school. Yeah, it was really rough. And there was the I was thinking about how there was the K Stu R Pat relationship that kind of like dragged it out on the tour and everything, and like there was right. all that stuff that prolonged the misery, and they finally broke up and slipped into oblivion. I also, to some extent, I don't think Robert Pattinson necessarily did himself any favors by talking trash about these movies. Oh, I, I love it though. But I, I, I do. Love too, it. I do too. But I think <laughs> to some people, to a different audience that doesn't want to see the movie. To another group, it maybe makes him look a little, I don't want to say ungrateful, but that's the word that I'll use. Like it makes him seem a little bit whiny. Whereas, you know, for me, it's I look at I look at the body of work like him in good time, I think is just a great, great, great performance. And I don't know how you could watch that and think he's a bad actor. But then I had the realization the people who don't think he's a good actor are not the people who are watching good time. I kind of disagree with the point that you made because... I think people punish people speaking out against Star Wars because they're precious about Star Wars. Sure. Like, sure but sure. I think people reward somewhat Robert Pattinson for speaking out against Twilight because they hate Twilight. Yeah, I've I seen guess, him get yeah. a lot of street cred on Twitter for those clips of him trash talking it. OK, so I, I think he actually gets somewhat rewarded for it. I think for me, before I was like, see, actually seeing his movies, I was a little bit like. Like, and that's just how I am in life. Like, well, then don't take the check. Like, you know, you can talk right. trash about Twilight, but, you know, I'm sure that, the, you know, the apartment or the house that it's earned you, like, I'm sure you don't want to cut ties with that. So right. that's that's how I feel. But I get that. Maybe I get what you're saying, though. That makes sense. Well, who gives the best performance out of this star studded <laughs> menagerie? Man, of- Hands down, Taylor Lautner oh is giving God. his all. Stop this. No, Stop I'm, this. I mean it. I mean it. Taylor, uh, wait, we didn't, we're saying best This is where Zach says something he doesn't believe. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was watching, I was watching every other performance and I was like, every other actor to some extent, like even the really good performances, they're kind of, they're kind of phoning it in. And like towards the end, Rob Pattinson and, and Stewart are both kind of like, all right, we're ready to be out of here. Like we're ready to leave. There is not a single movie where I don't believe that Taylor Lautner doesn't want to be there. Every oh time he's gosh. on screen, I'm just like, this guy is going for his MTV movie award. Like there's not a scene where I don't believe that he believes that he's giving a great performance. Looking grateful to be be there is not the same thing as turning in a good performance. Uh, the, oh my gosh, I'm in a trying real movie, hard. Paul. Just because he's yeah, trying right. hard, that's not he's, that's not the same thing either. 
Yeah. He's the only actor giving it his all. I truly that's, believe that. It's not the his, same thing. That's how I'm judging it. It's not gotten better since Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, I watch it and I'm like, heavens. you are sure. stuck at that level. And, and here's Ugh. my thing. When we talk about best performance, every movie, I was like, well, at least I'm going to get to see Taylor Lautner give a crazy desperate performance. That's what I was you, looking forward to in some of these movies. You know what's weird, though? Because we just talked about, like, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Right. I, when I rewatch the movies, I'm like, I don't think you gave good performances here. And it shocks me that I now think you're very good. Because, like, right. Kristen Stewart is kind of the whole time speaking how I'm speaking right now. She's very mumbly. Yeah. Right. droning and you know me and my sister used to make fun of that and i'm like how did you go from that to what you're doing now robert pattinson when he says i'm on a special diet <laughs> is the worst american accent i've ever heard i like watching uh, maybe with people. with the exception of uh of benedict cumberbatch in the marvel movies is is real bad. So I don't know. I mean, they do get bad performances, but I think they're good actors. I think there is a case to be made for Anna Kendrick in her oh, Academy Award nominee. Anna Kendrick in her yes. in her combined <laughs> grand total of fifteen minutes of screen time in this franchise, she yes. knocks it out of the park. Like she knows exactly what she knows exactly in. what movie she's in. She knows exactly <laughs> what role she's playing. Spunky, neurotic teenager nailed it. That's it. Like, I'm going to spin this off into some hotel commercials in a few years. Just <laughs> you wait. <laughs> so I think, no, her I saying, think she takes uh, it home from that's, me. That's, that's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> and the first movie is inspired. Oh, yeah. Lautner had to gain muscle for the movie. And yeah. <laughs> that is that is nothing. Ignore what he just said, folks. Goodness Lautner. That is I, nothing. Again. I don't we, care about that. When you Where guys is are your joy, about, Zach? Where is you your joy? Are, watching Lautner in the movie. <laughs> like Next he's, question. You can tell he's relishing his every moment on screen, and I dig it. Well, did these movies ever have a chance... Why do we love rallying under the banner of disdain? Ooh, what an interesting phrasing of that question. I that love is, it. Well, I read a tweet from Joseph Gordon-Levitt years ago, and I forget what the context was. And he said, nothing unites people like hatred. Just ask the Nazis. Which I'm not <laughs> saying that people who hate Twilight are Nazis. But yeah, that, I think, that comparison is pretty strong. But all right. right but I, I mean, I'm just saying, I think that people <laughs> in general, like hatred, united hatred Sure. is it's very strong and it really brings people together you know like when when we talk about star wars the new trilogy we don't talk about what's good people are rallying under the stuff that's bad and not I me think, well sure but i think that there's a level of sometimes that's the more interesting conversation and it's more cathartic for us to talk about stuff that's bad rather than stuff that's good yeah that being said i really don't think the twilight movies are that bad i just think they're pretty boring but i mean i don't find them aggressively bad no i only got through one point of the things i like earlier uh the right. soundtrack is incredible oh every my. soundtrack is very good i like the idea of picking up and starting over finding a new life Right. The notion of a small room of town. There's a lot of really good stuff in there. Forks. It's just 
you know, sexism. Ketchup. I think at the most basic <laughs> level. What are you talking about ketchup? Oh. A ketchup bottle Mitch loves. Kristen Stewart oh, does love- not know how to use a ketchup bottle. That is for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's my new favorite movie gif. Period. I think, I think <laughs> at, at the most basic level, the story is bad. So, like, it's not as if there, there's this good story that they adapted poorly or didn't hire the correct actors. Like they're the, star-crossed lovers. At Brandon, the most basic Romeo level, Juliet. the story <laughs> is bad. I disagree. I don't agree. I think <laughs> at the most basic level, the story is fine. I don't think it's bad. I think uh, the idea of a vampire is in your school and somebody falls in love with him. That's a cool idea. It's a cool idea for a story. I think it's that two people who can't be together by their very nature. It, it actually is kind of Romeo and Juliet. A little yeah, bit. I, I don't think that the problem is necessarily with the story. I think it's with the execution. <laughs> and again, I just think it's a little bit dull. Yes. <laughs> well, Shakespeare, it ain't that. <laughs> That yeah, is I mean, for certain. I think it's just it's a little poorly made and schlocky, but I think there's the the heart of a, an okay story there. Yeah, yeah, with a great soundtrack again. <laughs> the soundtrack, really, really good soundtrack. Back I, to did this movie ever have a chance? I remember when when this came out, and my uh, high school did like a news report every day. And like the librarian at the school was really excited because they're like, oh, these are books that like kids are that like, you know, some of our kids are reading all the time and now they're making them into the movies. Like, I'm really excited that like this is a conversation that we can have like with some of our students now and that like, you know, people are excited about reading and maybe this movie is going to get more people to read. And I didn't know anything about Twilight. And I was like, oh, cool. And then all the guys were just like, without even like seeing the movie they were just and i think it it does go back to what mitch said like if girls like it i don't yeah that's it's super juvenile like y'all remember the episode of parks and rec where will forte handcuffs himself to uh yeah yeah. and the whole joke for 20 minutes is like Will Forte and Aziz Ansari are guys who like Twilight. <laughs> Isn't that hysterical? And right. I, I really, I just, I dislike the idea that guys can't be engaged or interested in like a romance novel, right. a pulpy romance novel. Like right. that's, like, dear I don't know, I, I find that sexist and insulting. Like dear men oh. of the world, like maybe, here's the thing, like maybe accept that it's not for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't rally against Hallmark movies because I know they're not for me. I don't rally against the Mamma Mia movies because I know that they're not for me. So you know what I do? I go and watch my Safdie brother movies and I shut up. And I watch Twilight and bop to Supermassive Black Hole and enjoy myself the whole time. That soundtrack (laughs) puts me to sleep. Puts me... Get out of here. Get out of here. I was actually thinking about... That man, the first movie, the first movie was the one that like brought back all of the memories for me. Like it, like it had all the stuff that I was like groaning at. And and it was the first time I heard some of those, like that opening song. What's the opening song when they're driving? Yes. And I just like, like audibly was like, oh no. Why do you, Brandon, Brandon, can I ask a question? This is the most your gears have ever been grinded on this show. Yeah, uh, I just. 
I'm just spirited. I'm just spirited. I know, but what is it about Twilight that gets you so spirited? That's a good question. I think it's because there's nothing for me to hang my hat on. And notice I said for me, there's nothing right. for me to hang my hat on. <laughs> Don't jump like, on my throat. If it was, <laughs> if there was just a story issue or just stale acting or just lifeless dialogue or just joyless characters like any of those things by themselves it's like okay like mitch mentioned michael bay movies still acting lifeless dialogue that's all there but like this is like the culmination of of, no no no. this is like the culmination (laughs) of everything that's wrong with cinema this right here (laughs) okay did you see cats Because that is the culmination. I did not of see cats. I did not cinema. see cats. I did not you see cats. You know what it is? It's I, think, I like bad movies. That's why I like them. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, like one. The, I think I like a certain type of bad movie. I think I do also. This is right in the wheelhouse for me. Here's the thing. For me, I feel like I've seen some actual really bad movies so like going when i go into twilight i'm expecting fan four stick i'm expecting the room i'm expecting all of that and it's just not not like it's not even close to being that bad yeah like to me it's light years away from that right so when i watch it and it's just like a little boring and it's like not again not my cup of tea i'm totally fine to just like walk away from it and shut up about it (laughs) you know like this is probably the last i'll ever talk about this franchise ever again (laughs) it will never leave me it is with me everywhere i go brandon may i may i offer a counter (laughs) point for you also you do know dom's entire monologue from the first fast and the furious movie man it's golden that that is pure ask any racer any real racer yeah it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile (laughs) that is pure pure cinematic gold right there brandon can i tell you can i tell you why i was tracking with you until you said twilight is what's (laughs) wrong with cinema and okay i here's the deal here's the deal i put i put the pedal to the floor there a little bit at the end with my (laughs) i guess so yeah 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 i was (laughs) who you just introducing a little hyperbole to this conversation i i think i think there are there are some egregious things wrong with this with these movies and i think and i think there are things that could make them fun i don't think those things are done well though like i think okay at least be fun you know like at least be fun but i think they took the opportunity to be fun and fumbled the ball you know like they, they could have really really done up some i think the romance is boring to me and it's i think the romance is a little dangerous too like let's talk let's talk sure. romeo and juliet a little bit the relationship between you know edward and and bella is it's not anything it's you want your daughter seeing yeah it's like problematic sure, sure. I, I haven't even touched on the fact that i would never let my daughter watch this especially when she's like in her formative dating age, you know, like in that middle school, high school, like this is nothing, you know, until she's able to recognize this for what it is. Like I wouldn't want this shaping, you know, her opinion of like relationships. You know what it is though? I think there's a little bit of pearl clutching for a twilight where it's like, look how problematic this relationship is. I can't Mm. believe. And then a movie and a book like ready player one, which has, 
equally, if not more damaging uh, gender tropes in there of like gender tropes? men deserve women. They earn them by, you know, their knowledge of pop trivia and. Uh, you know, like it's there's equally damaging stuff in there and there's not the same kind of pearl clutching. And I wonder why, like, I would agree, like the Twilight movies have some messed up stuff. It fetishizes Edward's maturity. Yeah. He saves her from teenage gang, you know, yes. rape, which is super it, problematic. Yeah. Um, and, and he watches her sleep. Right. There's some yeah. serious, serious problems. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just saying there is a disproportionate amount of criticism and scrutiny for those elements and these kind of books and movies versus things targeted to boys. Think of your favorite movie and a bunch of wonderful memories probably come to mind, right? Grease, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Big, Twilight. Now, Allow the internet to come in and ruin them by pointing out all the ways these films have aged horribly. Now, don't get me wrong. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child and I'm grown now. So I put away those childish things. But I don't believe acknowledging a film's shortcomings and problematic elements require disavowing it completely. Yeah, Edward is super creepy when he says, I guess I can make you dance. And yeah, the message of New Moon being, I'm going to do a bunch of reckless life-threatening stuff until you have to date me isn't great and yeah baby love but twilight is fine it isn't hurting anyone if you don't like sparkly vampire romance the beauty of the pacific northwest dope indie rock soundtracks or some of the most ridiculous dialogue ever written that's fine watch something else but if you go into your viewing experience with some barbecue chips and an open mind you're probably gonna have fun and they're still way better than the transformer movies Here's the deal. Vampires really aren't my thing, but I can honestly say that I am someone who is usually intrigued by the expansion of folklore, and introducing new and fresh ideas to crusty old tales has worked very well for screenwriters in the past. So what went wrong with Twilight? Well, when I think of a movie like Twilight and the sequels that followed, I am bombarded with cold, dark reminders of joyless characters, lifeless dialogue, stale acting, and Bella's angsty exhale. I say all that as someone who would never be considered to have unrealistic standards when watching a movie, and would certainly be okay if one or two of those things were present. But for me, take those things and add in the dangerous depiction of relationships and the message being broadcast to teenage girls, and Twilight hits a grand slam in the game of garbage cinema. Does Twilight deserve your scathing contempt? My answer, in its most basic form, is this. Does anything? Fans of this franchise seem to be having their own little party. They don't force this franchise on people, nor do they shame others for not liking these films. These are romance films that play to their adoring crowd, and that's fine. Who cares? Much like a 7th grade bully, some people feel the need to trash these films simply because they don't like them? I wonder if the series' harshest critics have even seen these films. If you need to step over someone to make yourself feel tall, is it worth standing at all? Does Twilight deserve your scathing contempt? Does anything?
for some people, Twilight is their Star Wars. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, Star Wars is my Star Wars. Bring Twilight them forward. Star Wars. Bring them forward. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> let's, Welcome to Israeli let's find those people right that now. Challenges popular opinions about <laughs> you <laughs> are wrong, sir. Well, that's going to do it for our episode on Twilight. Thank you for joining us. We would love to hear your opinion on our episode or any other movie-related topic. So if you haven't already, hop on over to our Facebook page and join the conversation. We can be found at the Is It Really podcast. Don't forget, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a little spare time and you like what you hear, we would love it if you would take a minute to rate and review our podcast. We appreciate your support. Well, our next episode will be on Peter Jackson's masterpiece, The Hobbit. Just kidding. The Fellowship of the Rings. This is an episode that the three of us are particularly excited about. It's one of the movies we've consistently talked about discussing since we started this thing, and we're finally doing it. So we will be back in two weeks with this highly anticipated, by us, episode. We'll see you then. Bye.